When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California, subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois. On the Golden Hurricane Sports Network, from Learfield IMG College, this is Eye of the Hurricane Podcast the official podcast of University of Tulsa Athletics. Hello and welcome to Eye of the Hurricane podcast. I'm Bruce Howard and we talk to you on this Monday after a thrilling Sunday victory for the University of Tulsa men's basketball team, Frank Hayes squad, defeating Memphis, a great bounce back win. 58-57 was the final score. TU, of course, lost in the midweek game at Wichita State, didn't play very well in that game, and boy, it was a huge win on Sunday at the Reynolds Center for Tulsa, and TU trailed at halftime by six. They roared back and ended up winning this one, not necessarily going away, but they took command of the game late. They were up 54-49 to and then held on to the 58-57 victory over Memphis. That means that Tulsa has swept the Memphis Tigers, winning on the road and at home. And you look at what they've done in this very difficult early American Athletic Conference season. They've beaten the number one preseason favorite, Houston. They beat them at home, of course, 65-64 back on December 29th. Then they win against the number four seeded team, or the number four predicted team, Cincinnati. They win that game on the road. They win against the number two team, Memphis, twice, at home and on the road. And then they've also won in Tampa against USF, the team picked number five. Now, Tulsa's lost a couple of games in the league, and that was to the team picked seventh. That was Wichita State. So you think about Tulsa's early grind here in the league, and they've come out of it pretty well in the first seven games at 5-2. and two. Obviously, the game coming up on Wednesday is at Houston. That'll be a tough one, as Houston remembers what happened when TU won the game 65-64 late in the calendar year 2020. But you know what? 
I don't put it past Frank Hayes' team to go up there or go down there and uh, and and upset the number eleven team in the nation. They did so against the number five team back on December 29th. So that'll be a great game coming up on Wednesday. All right. So here on Eye of the Hurricane podcast, it is our post game radio remix. We uh, cobbled together various parts of the post game show yesterday after the win over Memphis, and we start with our SoundCloud highlights of the game. TU with a chance to take the lead down eight seven. Joiner driving to the left, spinning to the right. His five-foot runner, good. Joiner with a nice move inside. He gets his first basket, and TU has the lead, 9-8, with just under 12 minutes to play here in the first half. Out front, Embry Simpson with the basketball. Angling to the left, penetrating. He drives, throws up a high floater with the left hand. He put it in from six feet out. 14-13, Memphis with the lead. Eight and a half to play here in the first half. Hardaway angles left, now dribbles into the paint all the way in. Little five-foot runner, good. And it's 24-15, 8-0 run for Memphis. Four and a half minutes to go in the half yet. Right corner, Ritchie launches a long three and hits it off the right side. Quick release by Austin Ritchie. Angles left at the elbow. Now he drives underneath. He gets it to Ugbo, and Ugbo lays it up and in. Nice assist by Brandon Rochelle, and Ugbo finished it off with the left hand. Now out front, Joyner. Joyner drives inside, drew the foul, and an enormous layup. Oh, man, what a play. He flipped it up over his head. He got fouled. Count the basket. And the, the foul is going to be on Cisse. Now back out to the right elbow. He drives inside, draws the foul, and lays it up and in. He faked the guy out of his shoes. As Joyner, twice now, has been able to go inside and somehow make a basket amongst the trees and draw the foul. Rochelle at the free throw line. He waits. He backs in. He turns. A couple of fakes. Now he throws up a shot and hits a little fadeaway five-footer. Brandon Rochelle with eight for TU. And Tulsa trails 44-40. to They get the pass out front to Simpson. Left side it goes to Ritchie. And Ritchie nails a three. Austin Ritchie on the left side. Bearing a three-pointer for Tulsa. And it's 44-43 Memphis with the lead. Around a pick to the right elbow. Joyner still dribbling. Still dribbling. Fading back. 12-footer. Good by Joyner. And Elijah Joyner leads Tulsa with 12. And we're tied at 49 with 6.09 to play in the game. Rochelle fading back. Now he drives inside. He turns. He shoots up a little five-foot runner. No good. Battle for the rebound. And Tulsa comes up with it. And Idowu lays it up and in. Ray Idowu has seven. As the Golden Hurricane now with a three-point lead, 52-49. to Largest lead of the game for Tulsa. How about that? Haywood dribbles at the top of the key. And a backdoor cut by Embry Simpson. Layup good. Oh, wow. What a pass by Haywood. Embry Simpson with a basket. It's 54-49. TU with four minutes to play. And a timeout called by Penny Hardaway. Three seconds to go. Tulsa by one. Joyner awaits, now has the ball, here we go. Joyner running the baseline, running the baseline. The pass goes in to Rochelle, who flips the ball deep into the forecourt. Nobody was there, but that doesn't matter. The clock runs out, and Tulsa wins. Oh, what a play by Rochelle. He got the ball deep, and before he could be fouled, he just flung it down court high in the air, and that ended up running out the clock, Rick, and Tulsa wins 58-57. That was brilliant on his part, because as you said, the key there is he threw it high. The ball didn't come down for almost a second or more, and that's what allowed it to happen. That is a brilliant play on his part. So Tulsa won the game 58-57, and here are the post-game remix highlights as far as the interviews were concerned. First with Frank Haith, and then we'll follow it up with Elijah Joyner, who led Tulsa with 14 points in the game. And Tulsa wins the game by a final score of 58-57. to And we're joined now by the head coach of the Golden Hurricane, Frank Haith, and uh, Bounce Back Frank. You know, here we go. We call him Bounce Back Frank. Uh, your team bounces uh, back again, and, and a really, uh, really tough, yeah. hard-nosed victory for you tonight. 
Yeah, and winning is hard. It's so hard. And and you got to understand, you know, in this league, you're playing good teams, very talented teams, and and you got to, you know, realize, you know, they, they're going to be motivated. Obviously, they they felt like they kicked one up there early in the year and what that happened in here last year. So we knew we were going to get a motivated team, but, but it was going to be a grinder team, you, and you had to be tough. You had to not get caught up into when things don't go your way because they're long, they're good defensively. And and I, I thought we we hung in there, and uh, obviously there in the second half we, we had more bounce with uh, our step offensively. I thought we were – you know, we were a little stagnant on offense in the first half. And, and you know, they played a lot – they played some zone. And, and we kind of, you know, got caught standing around a little bit. But, uh, obviously, I, I think this is a hell of a win, Bruce. You know, you're coming off a game where you get your butt kicked and you lo- you got a little confidence, you lose a little confidence. And it's always hard to get back on track. And uh, so I give these guys a lot of credit. Coach, with Rollo out, uh, Rick Corey subbing, and uh, I know Rick has a question for you. Yeah, I just want to talk about – first of all, it's good to talk to you again, Frank. Hey, really, Rick. Uh, it really is, man. How are you? Uh, well, not as good as you, apparently. <laughs> you got a heck of a basketball team. I love the grit of this group, and I, I just don't know that you can say enough about how – that you know you had a six-point deficit there with about 12 to go, and you right. had a couple of really big plays. You had Brandon Rochelle made a big play. You had the three off the inbounds. Tell me about that call. Well, it's a play we we run, and obviously we ran it for Austin, and that uh, we call it zone out, and we had double screens, and they were they were playing a lot of zone OB under, so uh, great execution. We had we had a lot of really good execution there down the stretch. We had the back cut play for Keyshawn, and uh, I thought our guys handled us stuff on the fly, and uh, but you know the plays aren't good unless you make the shots, and uh, those guys made the shots, made the plays. Austin's a big three, and then. Obviously, you know the, the pass to, to to Keyshawn there for that back cut layup. I don't I don't know the circumstance. I think we had just taken a two point lead and that may have taken to four or five, but uh, but uh, but that was great execution. You know the the screen, the pass, the rhythm three uh, by Austin and uh, you know and Austin had a nice stretch there in the second half. I think he played like 13 straight minutes before we rotated him out. But uh, you know Brandon gets in foul trouble. We have to have some other guys step up and and you know we're we're it's not ever easy to win and obviously it wasn't pretty but like you said start the statement is the grit of this basketball team I love it when we play with that kind of grit that kind of toughness and, and our grind out wins are, are really really uh, satisfying and uh, you know because I think that's part of our identity who we are. Uh, Coach Brandon Rochelle had an enormous dunk and uh, unfortunate call on his part and I'm sure you'll take a really good close look at that one yeah. but that one did not appear to be a good call but you know what it's what it is. He gets his second foul. He comes out. There's about seven and a half minutes to, to go in the game. And two minutes later, at the 530 mark, you're down by nine. That five and a half minute stretch where you cut into the lead down to six at halftime, how important was that? Big. Uh, you know, because, you know, that was a momentum swing the other way. You know, we, we, we have a play. We think we got an and one, and then it's going the other way. And then we give up a bucket, and all of a sudden – you know, you know, we didn't handle that 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 sequence very well, uh, and 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 so we're 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 coming from behind, and but the the but we grind. You know, we got Keyshawn Williams got to the free throw line. I think we, you know, we 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 wanted to keep driving the ball. We're in the double bonus, and we didn't settle because we you know we had some threes. I think we we're two for eleven in the first half. Right. But we wanted to keep driving the ball, keep driving the ball, and uh, we 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 you know we scored some points there without the clock running, which I think was big during that stretch. And you had some. Really big plays from Elijah Joyner early in the second half as well. A couple of things that turned into and ones and such. I mean, one kind of unconscious over the back of his head, those kinds of things. Those held you together right there at an important play. But you, you've had it, your team's done that, haven't they, Frank? You've had guys 
step into moments, and it's been different guys all along. It has, and, um, you know, Eli uh, was huge. You talk about that shot there, but, you know, we really, you know, because of the way they were setting their defense, we felt like we could get in the paint area and, and drive the ball. Now, obviously, they got linked at the rim, which can make plays, but we had to be smart once we got in there. And Eli's execution was really good when he got in there. And, and uh, you mentioned that we have had a number of guys. You know, you know, DJ up there was really big, and Eli made some plays up there. But DJ was extremely big. DJ had a tough night tonight. And uh, uh, but we had some other guys step up. I mean, I, you know, I think Kurt, uh, uh, Keyshawn Embry. You know, whereas he was out there, he gave us a couple good buckets in the first half, uh, layups. But our defense. Team defense uh, was good, I, I thought, down the stretch. I mean, even though they shot a high percentage uh, uh, than we normally want to give up, but I thought we made plays that when we when we got the momentum swung and we got the lead, that's when our defense kind of clamped down. Yeah, and in the first game, Coach, you forced 20 turnovers. In this game, you forced 21, and I thought early in the second half uh, you, you forced them into some uncomfortable situations and some turnovers. Did, did you change anything at halftime, or was it just more intense? Yeah, it's just play harder. <laughs> I mean, just play harder on that end of the floor. I mean, you know, we, we need to fly around. And, uh, you know, I said, guys, quit trying to – dissect and be too technical if we you know some of our zone concepts if we you know we 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 don't have it right we can overcome the mistake or the slide if we just fly around and I think once you play with that mentality uh you know you're going to make some mistakes in terms of your slide but if you're out there trying to think it through all the time you're not going to play as hard so we just needed to play harder, and I thought that we did that during that stretch. Yeah, mistakes are fine. Fast mistakes are fine, right? right. Better. They're better. That, that, yeah, they're better. If there's any such thing as better. Right. You know, so, uh, <laughs> I understand. But, but, but I think, you know, you know our, 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 our zone, our slides are sometimes based on where the ball is at and what we do. Sometimes, you know, you, know, you can have some slippage. And, and, and I didn't want our guys thinking so much where we were caught in between. Caught in between is not good. you got to go ahead and beat command and call ball, and then other four guys will, will rotate based on accordingly what you do. Well, three free throws in the middle week game against Wichita State. You get 26 in this game. You clearly were, were more aggressive offensively. Yeah, and, and, you know, and I think, you know, obviously I even I talked to our guys about the last two games. We had nine free throw attempts in the last two games. And, you know, the three at Wichita was very disappointing. And we just needed to be more aggressive. Now, we did take, you know, uh, 16 threes, that's more like our range. We didn't make many of them, uh, but uh, um, but if we stay in that range and we get 32 points in the tank, paint, you know, 30-plus points in the paint, you know, that's that's good for us. And, uh, you know, we just did enough to win. I mean, I, I think that's the biggest thing is is, is is going on that left side of the column. And uh, we know we got to continue to work and, and get back at it on – you know, we you know, we got you know me, I'm always already thinking we got that big one on Wednesday and on the road and you know, we this'll be I don't know how many games this is in the front ten game first ten games we play road games. So we gotta get back back out there. And uh this is only our what, third home game? Is that right, Bruce? Uh, uh coming into this game, uh, third home game you mean in the league. In the league, yes. Right? Yeah, yes. yeah. So, you know, we get back on the road and just we gotta just kinda keep Keep grinding, keep getting better, and uh, we know that's going to be a super challenge uh, for us on Wednesday. Well, i got to ask the last thing on Rochelle's play at the end. Did you guys talk about that, just get it yeah. inbound and loop it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we wanted to make sure you secure the ball. Uh, three seconds, you know, if you catch it, uh, you know, throw it the length of the floor um, and, um, 
and let the clock run out. Yeah, pretty smart play, obviously, but the key was Rochelle got open. I mean, he was open yeah. and, and had yeah. a little bit of a cushion when he caught it. We had, as a set play, we had ran him long uh, in an execution on another out-of-bounds play. And, uh, and then when we brought everybody up, it, it definitely looks like we're going long. And, uh, and, and, and Eli has the, uh, you know, play action, you know, go the up, you know, we can run the baseline and go like you're going the other way because he had a guy on the ball. So we can throw around the defense coming back to Brandon. Great play to end the ball game and uh, a win for Tulsa. Uh, Coach, congratulations. Uh, obviously a big one coming up on Wednesday. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Good to hear from you, Rick. You too, Frank. That is the head coach of the Golden Hurricane, Frank Haith, as Tulsa wins it by a final score of 58-57 to 57 over the uh, Memphis Tigers. And our Williams High Energy Player of the Game is none other than the man we mentioned earlier. It's Eli Joyner who joins us. And, uh, Elijah, how important was this win? Uh, you've, been, you've been through a lot with this team and with this program, and you've always bounced back. How important was this bounce-back win? Uh, this was an important one for us, you know. We don't want to lose two games in a row, you know. All we've been talking about since we got back from Wichita State was getting back in the win column, you know. And that's going to give us some confidence, you know, going into a tough Houston environment. So we felt like this was very important for us. Kind of describe that uh, the shot you made there beginning the second half when you drove inside, had to go backwards to the basket <laughs> and threw that thing over your head. Did you even see it go in? I saw it go in like almost when I hit the ground. I was hitting the ground and I saw it go in. I, it, was, it was just a circus shot. I'm, you know, I was just able to create the contact and then I flipped it up and it went in. <laughs> yeah, that was a great shot. And obviously you're just trying to get your back to the defender because they have some bigs and you went inside moments later and got kind of a, a, a sucker fake, if you will, got a guy up <laughs> in the air and you were able to convert that one. Uh, and and, and I, I just get the sense from you that at that point, that was what Tulsa needed is, is, is what you gave them. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to be more assertive, you know, coming out in the second half. You know, we had – yeah, I took a lot of plays, you know, where we didn't we didn't really get nothing out of it in the first half. You know, in the second half, I just wanted to come out and be more aggressive for myself and my teammates as well. In the in the probably middle of the second half, there you had an oppor- you had a place where you got down by six, eight, nine points. That was a very key moment, obviously, in the game. You got a big big shot from Brandon Rochelle, but then you really kind of closed things down. What was the talk amongst you guys on the court to bring that back? Uh, just just playing hard, you know. We feel like we're we, we feel like we're a tough team. So when we when we play tough and we play physical, no matter what lineup we got out there, big or small, we feel like we're capable of doing a lot of things. So you know, the focus is just remembering that we're a tough team and knowing that that's our identity. And you led Tulsa in scoring and in rebounding. You had five rebounds in the game, and all of those coming on the defensive side. But uh, the, the, that's a tough rebounding game, isn't it, Elijah? That they really pound the boards, and and they 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 won the rebounding battle by twelve. But you guys got enough of them, I guess, huh? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, they they got they got some big guys. You know, they got a lot of length over there. So you know, we just want to you know keep those guys off the glass. And, you know, as a point guard, you know, I feel. I'm, I'm responsible just as much as everybody else on the team for rebounding. So, you know, I'm going to get in there and mix it up a little bit as well. What's, this, what's the thing you think this team needs to improve on right now to take your next step? You, you're obviously gritty. You hang in every game. You, you rebounded really well with Memphis early in the game, although they win that battle later on. But what do you have to do? What's the next thing you do? Uh, I think the next step for us is, you know, just sticking to our identity. You know, I feel like sometimes we don't – we don't make the tough play all the time, you know, and I feel like in order for us to be labeled as one of those teams, we have to do it consistently. So when consistent toughness and physicality, you know, every time we're on the floor for 40 minutes, I think that's the next step for us. So you say that's your identity? Yes. 
Now it's Houston, and it's a, a you know a situation where Tulsa has just simply not played well there. You've won games here the last two years. What's it going to take to win a game in Houston coming up on Wednesday? 40 minutes of toughness, all 15 guys and all coaches on the same page. I love it. That's pretty simple. Yep, yep, that's it. That's it. Just just like uh, just like coach says, paint points and paint defense, right? Real game game is simple, isn't it? Yes, sir. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Eli. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate it. Have a good one. He is our Williams high energy player of the game and it's Elijah Joyner. This is Eye of the Hurricane podcast, the official podcast of University of Tulsa Athletics. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Golden Hurricane Sports Network. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.